Hey everyone, it's Friday, June 22nd, and you're listening to Jenny, contributor and social media-er for IntelliGame, and welcome to another edition of IG Radio. Video games often offer a seemingly simple resolution to conflicts. Just fight it out. You mad, bro? Time to squat up. The gods got you down? Boy, come here and bring my axe. (laughs) While satisfying in the moment, I haven't seen very many examples where games readily offer up ways we can apply conflict resolution or effective argumentation into our own lives. There's this mentality I know I get when I play games or get especially competitive. It's this win-lose dichotomy. If I haven't won the battle, I've lost. If I've won, that there are other people who haven't achieved their goal because I beat them. This is all well and good in the game world, but when this dichotomy enters our mindset when arguing and getting competitive in the real world, that isn't so great. Conflict is necessary, both in-game and in our lives. At its core, conflict provides momentum. It's a source of action, reaction, and change provides a reason for the goals we hope to achieve. Like, I probably wouldn't have pushed myself to pursue a career in doing things in the game industry if it wasn't for the fact that my day job provided me with so much internal and external conflict. And in the many discussions and late night talks and disagreements I've had with friends, I've been able to further define who I am and what I stand for. Good conflict is necessary. What it seems like we're losing sight of is the ability to work through this conflict, particularly person to person, or to bring it into the game world, our 1v1 conflict has gotten less nuanced. We're listening a lot less and yelling a lot louder than before, on both sides of the coin. So before we, perhaps before we continue to squat up and battle royale out all of our conflicts, what are ways that we can change this all or nothing mentality when it comes to getting our point across? As I was reflecting on a lot of the media that I consumed this week, there was one video in particular that my mind kept returning to, a devlog from the Cumberland team, the studio creating the indie game Ooblets. If you're not familiar with Ooblets, just pause this podcast and Google it. I'll still be here. Just get ready for some form of aw to exit your mouth and then, and then come back. Okay, cool? If you did that, you'll know that ooblets are adorable veggie and animal-esque critters that you can grow and befriend in a game that feels like it's one-third Harvest Moon, one-third Animal Crossing, and one-third Pokemon. What struck me was that the mechanic for combat in ooblets was not fighting your adorable little critters until they faint, a la Poke Battle slash weird almost dogfight. Instead, if you want to settle a dispute in the ooblets world, you've got to get your ooblet to strut its stuff and dance it out. In the show notes, I'll be sure to put a link to this devlog as it's really adorable to look at. This bright spot in a week filled with news about conflict and violence and people basically, again, arguing without actually listening to each other got me thinking, how can we during our day-to-day lives work through these conflicts, particularly these 1v1 moments that involve personal disagreements, but still come out the other side intact? Whether it's a small argument on whose turn it is to do the dishes, not mine, or a larger political debate on our current government stance, 
on separating children from their families. There has to be a way to get through these conversations other than just the verbal equivalent of a bullet hell boss fight. And while I personally wish we could just dance it out every time like the ooblets do, there needs to be for us in real life a way to resolve this conflict effectively, or at least start moving in that direction. This is where the principle of charity comes in. This is a concept I learned way back in the day when I was a college student, and it has stuck with me ever since, and I've tried to apply it. It's this idea that when you're talking or arguing with someone, you should defer to the best possible interpretation for their statements, and even try to identify commonalities in their arguments and yours. That's right. Even if their argument has enough holes that it could be like Swiss cheese, if you can see a plausible, rational version of what they're trying to say, pretend like they said that and argue against that instead. Essentially, you're assuming that their argument and their intentions are in the best light possible. You're giving them the benefit of the doubt. If you've heard of the straw man argument, the strategy of essentially distorting your opponent's views in order to make them easier to pick them apart, then consider this its opposite. It's the steel man argument. And it actually has a lot of benefits. Not only does it make you look more gracious in battle, uh, as you're essentially, hopefully, restating their argument to them, but in a stronger fashion, but in practicing this, it can help you recognize your own biases and get closer to a potential solution or perhaps a closer version of the truth rather than just trying to win an argument. If nothing else, this could potentially show the other person that at least you're trying to empathize and see their point of view, which in and of itself would open them up to maybe even listening to what you say versus immediately fighting back as well. Even if it goes against what we feel in the moment, we really should consider giving others this benefit of the doubt. We should try not to assume that they're coming at us with malice and ill intent, because in many cases, not all, but many, I've found that the moments I've stopped nitpicking the other person's argument, stop attacking and going on the offensive and trying to get those super effective hits in, and instead just tried to listen to the core of what they were getting at, we were able to at least start a discussion. And of course, this doesn't work every time, but in the times that it has, I've actually felt this was more effective in working towards changing minds, or at least getting them to start considering other possibilities than their own. And at this point, I'm willing to take that as a first step. In Battle Chef Brigade, this wonderful indie game that meshes fighting and match-three puzzle mechanics, you play competing chefs working to make it into the ranks of this elite brigade. Not all of them can make it. And what stuck with me and what I loved most about this game was the fact that while each battle was intense and some of the chefs definitely didn't get along on a personal level, at the end both parties respected what the other brought to the table. This was actually one of the first times I saw in a game Characters who were fighting to try and achieve the same thing, knowing that the other couldn't, and being okay with not necessarily winning because they respected the work of the other. Like Ooblets, again, this game has stuck with me over the years because of its refreshing take on competition, that there could be such a thing as friendly competition. And perhaps there's more that we can draw on from games like this. And if you know of any games that have interesting or unique takes on conflict, I'd love to hear it, we'd love to hear it in the Discord or in the comments, or if you're listening on Anchor, feel free to leave us a voicemail. But here's the thing. 
Humans are competitive. Of course we want to win, and arguments and debates are the places where, since we're not battling in a battle royale, thankfully, uh, that's where we compete. And this isn't bad. Differing opinions allow us to further develop and articulate our own. But we can't go into these arguments hoping to decimate the people we argue with, because unlike in video games, we still need to figure out a way to live and work with them afterward. They're not going to disappear in a puff of smoke, even though there are probably a few people who we wouldn't mind if they did. We can't just win these battles and walk away to collect our loot. While games may have us thinking that life is pretty much win or lose, there is absolutely more nuance and gray area to be had. And we need to learn to listen to discuss and not listen to just win. Ever feel like your head is just full full of ideas and noises and news stories you glanced at while flipping through social media. When my brain gets like that, I usually like to lie on the ground and just breathe. Uh, And imagine that the pensive, from Harry Potter fame, is a real thing. Just in case you didn't know, a pensive is a magical object in the Harry Potter universe that allows you essentially to take your thoughts from your mind and put them in a bowl in front of you to sift through, reflect upon, and look at from a different perspective. Since I don't have a bowl to actually place my thoughts in, I usually just imagine and pretend as I lie on the ground that my thoughts drift out of my head, out of my ears, and onto the floor where I can hopefully start thinking through them. Okay, I know. I worked with middle schoolers. An active, slightly odd imagination is a requirement of the job, but it does help. So for the call to action for this Friday Intelligame Radio, I'd like you to lie down and breathe. Just actually breathe. With each breath, work your way up your body, letting gravity do its work and just sink into the floor. Your feet, your ankles, your knees, your hips, your back, arms, shoulders, head, tongue, eyeballs. Just try to relax everything and actually fill your belly when you breathe. We're always so on when we're awake. So my CTA for you, again, is to just find a moment at just one where you can lie on the ground and just breathe. We have a lot going on. We have actions that we can take, that we should take, to to make sure that change is happening in the world. But please remember also to take a moment to care for yourself. So that's it for this Friday edition for IG Radio. You can find me on Twitter at KimChika25. And be sure to tune in for Monday's edition of IG Radio, as well as check out some of the other content we have out now. You can find a recent feature I've written about inclusion at PAX East. And on YouTube, we've got a pretty incredible video created by Josh that was requested and edited by Adam Garner. And it's about Florence, the power of linearity and storytelling, and it is just so, so good. And I highly recommend if you haven't played Florence yet, and if you have the means, try and download it and play before watching this video. It's both on Android and iOS. It'll only take you about 30 to 40 minutes, and it's a beautiful experience in its own right. IG is also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, so don't hesitate to say hello there, and be sure to tune in to our live streams, which are now on Wednesday evenings from 6 to approximately 8 p.m. Pacific time. We would love to see you there. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Stay safe, and I will see you next time.